Oh, good morning, everyone. It's time for news. That's right. It's uh, kind of becoming a bright, 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 sunshiny day. You are going to have some trouble with glare. Make sure you wear the sunglasses. Some reaction from yesterday's mayoral primary in Manchester. Not yesterday's, Tuesday's. I got to say, from Tuesday's mayoral primary in Manchester is coming from an interesting person. Hooks its school board member, Jim Sullivan. In a message to Gerard at Large, Sullivan reacted to Joyce Craig's continued statements that she would work to get Hooksit back to Manchester schools, said Sullivan of such overtures. Quote, at this stage, it would be pointless. Hooksit en masse will not be going back to Manchester. Even Abraham Lincoln could not get us back. For the record, the Manchester Board of School Committee approved a motion offered by at-large committeeman Rich Gerard authorizing Superintendent Dr. Bohan Vargas to uh, uh, to open discussions with school officials in neighboring communities to market available space in the district's magnet programs with the intent of securing greater participation by out-of-district students. Speaking of the campaign, the official results have been released by Manchester City Clerk Matthew Norman. Joyce Craig received 5,812 votes, and Mayor Ted Gatz has tallied 4,997. The difference between the unofficial and official counts usually has to do with ballots that had to be hand-counted because the voting machine, for whatever reason, wouldn't or couldn't read the ballot. Craig also received two more labor union endorsements. Both unions, representing Manchester's police officers and supervisors, officially announced their support of Craig yesterday. No doubt this is a little chin music the unions are throwing at Gatsis, who vetoed their contracts last year, contracts which will expire in the coming term, making who sits in the mayor's chair a very important matter to them. Trout Large has learned that Manchester's voter lists were purged of voters who not cast ballots since 2012 that's missing like nine elections guys uh uh, 8,577 registered voters or more than 13 percent of this 64,420 registered voters were removed not counting new resignations uh, uh, not counting new registrations from tuesday's municipal primary that brought the list down to 55,904 registered voters there are now 18,305 democrats 15,616 republicans 18 libertarians and 21 uh, 21,965 independent voters registered in the queen city when we asked uh, uh, Norman, why he didn't do any advanced publicity on the purge as he did before the prior one. Norman answered somewhat tongue in cheek, quote, I didn't want to be accused of voter suppression. News from Backyard continues after this. Hi, I'm John Manellis, owner of Auto Care Plus. Join me every Friday morning at 7.40 for Auto Care Corner, where we'll take your calls and chat about everything you need to know about your car. Only on Gerard at Large. The Hooks at School Board has been busy while nobody's really been paying attention, except us, thanks to our super-secret spies in town. The board recently voted 5-1 to to put $320,000 into next year's budget to address major drainage issues at Collie Middle School's fields. It also voted unanimously to get construction and repair costs at the Fred C. Underhill School so it can implement full-day kindergarten, which it also voted to approve. Folks in Hooksit should expect public forums and other necessary steps to gather information on what the full-day K program will look like and what impact it will have on the curriculum in grades 1 through 8. 
The sources where people get their opioids aren't always what one would think, and it's a reason why this epidemic has so many tentacles. As proof, check this out. New Hampshire Attorney General Gordon McDonald announced the indictment of 39-year-old Stephanie McMahon of Derry on two Class B felony counts of acts prohibited relating to her possession of fentanyl. The state alleges that on two occasions, while working as a resident care assistant at an elderly long-term uh, elderly long-term care facility in Salem, McMahon removed a total of three fentanyl patches prescribed to a resident from that resident's medication storage box. She did not have authorization to administer or otherwise handle resident medication. If convicted, McMahon could go to state prison for up to three and a half to seven years and or get a $25,000 fine on each count. Quote, As the former superintendent of Manchester schools, I was asked by the district to testify in an arbitration. I traveled to Manchester and gave my testimony. Before traveling, I made it very clear that I would not charge for my services. I submitted an invoice, which was denied by the current superintendent. I then sent a letter to the board, uh, and they considered my request on August 14th, but it was denied. I'm asking the court to support my claim. That's what former Manchester School Superintendent Dr. Le- Deborah Livingston wrote in a small claims court petition she filed with the Manchester District Court on August 30th. Livingston's seeking to be paid $500.50 for her time te- and testimony, travel, and preparation and reimbursed $90 for the court filing fee at its meeting on, uh, on August 14th. Uh, uh, Superintendent Dr. Bolham Vargas told the board he was unaware of Livingston's demand for payment in exchange for her testimony until he had been presented with the bill. Human Resources Director Pamela Hogan said she thought she had brought Livingston's request for payment to Vargas in advance of her testifying in the arbitration case, but that it was that she wasn't certain. While the board did deny her request for reimbursement, it also did vote to reimburse her for meals and mileage in accordance with district policies on Vargas's recommendation. It looks like she forgot to deduct that from her claim. I really wish sometimes that I was making this stuff up, but I'm not. That's news from our own backyard. Draw at large. Hour three is next.